The franchise tags have been set for this NFL offseason. We're going to talk about how that affects the Chicago Bears in a couple of different areas. We're also going to talk about should the Chicago Bears go after the recently released Frank Clark and how Ryan Poles has gotten offers for team lower down in the draft. And is it a decoy tactic from Ryan Poles? We'll get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central. I'm the host here, Hayes, holding down for C-Dub and Bobby on the daily episodes as I do every single day. And so we're going to start off with a recently released player. Kansas City has uh, released Frank Clark, and this has uh, he's a player that has a reputation for you know showing up in the playoffs uh, largely. He actually has 10.5 sacks in 12 playoff games, and he has 22.5 sacks in 55 regular season games. So it just goes to show how he steps up his game in the playoffs. He's also a player that's going into age 30 and could be looking to get uh, a, a, a nice amount of uh, years on that contract to kind of solidify him there. Now, while I understand adding Frank Clark, who is a defensive end that we could definitely use and would definitely be upgrade over a player like Travis Gibson or whatever else uh, the Chicago Bears currently have on the roster, we do expect that the Bears are going to be pretty aggressive at targeting some players for that defensive line beat in the draft or in free agency this offseason. Now, looking at Frank Clark, I love what he brings in the playoffs, and we do hope that the Chicago Bears are going to make meaningful enough improvements that the Bears will be a playoff team this upcoming season. But despite the uh, history that Ryan Poles would have and the interest with Frank Clark, I'm looking at this and saying, while I would not mind signing Frank Clark, I do not think that he should be a tier one acquisition for the Chicago Bears, meaning that I think the Chicago Bears could go through until the second wave of free agency before they look at somebody like that. Now, again, you need to, and you should want to add as much talent as possible. But I do think that, you know, with him being up and down and not necessarily the same player he is in the regular season and the playoffs, and with the Bears not necessarily being a for sure playoff team with whatever they do in this offseason, I don't know if the money that it may tank to sign Frank Clark would be invested correctly until you are sure that you're going to make other improvements on that defensive line to kind of maximize what he can give you. Now, let's be clear here. He's no slouch or anything. I'm not saying that he's a player that is terrible in the regular season because he is not, and he definitely would be a talent injux injection for the Chicago Bears in an area that we clearly do need it. The familiarity with Ryan Poles also bodes well. We know that you know Ryan Poles has, has, a, has had a history of going after players that either him or head coach Matt Eberflus share some history with. And so he does check those boxes off for the Chicago Bears. I just, you know, if I had a better uh, idea of the money that it would take to sign Frank Clark, again, he turns 30 this offseason, so he could be looking for, you know, some some uh, a nice amount of years with some guaranteed money or signing bonus in there. If I had a kind of a better grasp on that, I would be able to kind of dictate more. But like I said, there's players to me that the Chicago Bears should be more focused on obtaining and spending their money on earlier uh, before they go after a player like Frank Clark. But you know, it could be it could be already written, right? Ryan Poles could already, especially because of that history there, be interested in going after Frank Clark. But let me know what you guys think down below. Is Frank Clark a player uh, from Kansas City with him being recently released that you think the Chicago Bears should go after? Or do you kind of fall in line with me and say, hey, I wouldn't mind him, but we got other things that we need to address first, and then let's see if the money works out after we make some more improvements and signings and maybe even after the uh, NFL draft before we make that decision. Let me know all that down below, as always. Now, one of the, the things that it kind of sets the market in a lot of ways, it also sets 
what other teams or who what players other teams go after and that's after the franchise tag players are set so we do have that now a franchise or transition tag uh lamar jackson has been uh tagged now he can be negotiated with other teams i think it gives the baltimore ravens the right to match uh but running backs uh tony pollard uh, Josh Jacobs and Saquon Barkley, all franchise tagged as well, as well as tight end Evan Ingram and defensive tackle Darren Payne, a target that a lot of Chicago Bears fans would have hoped that um, that uh, the Bears would have been able to go after. That's now removed from the uh, table for the Chicago Bears. Now, this affects the Chicago Bears in a few different ways. We're going to talk about that here. First up, the, the fact that three running backs were franchise tagged it may set the market for not only David Montgomery, but it might it has pushed him up probably the target list of other NFL teams, meaning that the Bears may have to negotiate and maybe even pay more now that it kind of leaves David Montgomery maybe as the de facto number one target for teams looking to improve their running back position. So, uh, and that could that could affect the Chicago Bears hugely, right? Um, with you know the the cash level maybe being set for David Montgomery. It could make it easier or harder now for the Bears to resign him. It has been mutual interest uh, for the Bears and David Montgomery from both camps to find a solution and to find a number that works for both sides so that he can resign and be a Chicago Bear going forward. But now, as as you know, if you're a sports fan and especially an NFL fan, you know once a player hits the open market, market and once they become the kind of the the a top target at that position, the other teams get to call in and the price then goes up based off those other teams calling for that uh calling them to have meetings with that player with now the running back market kind of being set right and we now know who's going to be the unrestricted free agents that have the right to negotiate with any team it leaves David Montgomery and the Chicago Bears in an interesting place in which it, maybe the Bears do get outpriced maybe there's a team willing to overpay for David Montgomery and now the Bears don't necessarily have the uh the 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 player in Saquon Barkley that they can overpay to bring in but also you are looking at a fairly deep running back class in this NFL draft so it it leaves the Bears that that uh, option as well and so this is why I have been covering running back options for the Chicago Bears in the draft because you just never know and with Saquon Barkley now being off the table some other running backs that maybe the Bears would have been interested do you go David Montgomery and if that number is too high do you roll the dice with one of these talented running backs that are in this draft right that's really what remains to be seen for the Chicago Bears it remains to be seen uh, for the league as a whole and I do think that it can make this negotiating period with David Montgomery pretty interesting but again as both sides seem motivated I do think that they can come up with a number that's fair Saquon Barkley is getting much less than what he would have wanted to get out in the open market now being franchise tag and you know the Bears could use this as a way to say hey listen we didn't franchise tag you we're not going to we want to sit here and negotiate a deal with you that is going to be mutually beneficial for both of us. They could work out some things in signing bonuses to keep that yearly salary down. There's a lot of options that the Chicago Bears dispense. And in an area of creative finance, an era of creative finance in the NFL, the Bears could get interesting if they do want to hold on to David Montgomery. Now, another player that was interested that may have been franchise tag but was not, that that's Orlando Brown, not franchise tag. So that does leave that option open for the Chicago Bears. Now, again, there have been some people that say that we should not pay for Orlando Brown Jr., and I completely understand that. But another player that's now on the open market that the Bears could go after. Um, so with Darren Payne as well being signed, that leaves some interesting defensive linemen uh, uh, targets out there for the Chicago Bears. It leaves Javon Hargrave, who I've talked about heavily on this show before, 
Go check out those videos. I do think he could be a nice target for the Chicago Bears. Dal, uh, Dalvin Tomlinson is another one. And then uh, veterans uh, Michael Bro Brockers, Sheldon Rankins, and Fletcher Cox all out there on that defensive end. Not as, not as thrilling of names as Darren Payne, but definitely pieces as you look to also add depth in the draft and other positions in free agency that definitely can come in, help bolster that defensive line for the Chicago Bears, and they could go after. Now, one of the more interesting uh, things of how this franchise tag area has left the Chicago Bears is that now Lamar Jackson, is he headlines the group of players that were franchise tagged. And so another team could potentially sign him away, also giving up two first-round picks uh, to, get a, to get a lot done. And so that situation is at least worth monitoring because what that means for teams in trade talks with the Chicago Bears for that number one overall pick. So again, kind of the franchise tagging a portion of free agency being done it leaves the bears in, in an interesting spot in a couple of different areas um but ryan poles if he has been prepared is what it seems like he's going to be it has absolutely you know this is something that he's planned for it's something that he's had in his in 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 his folder that he knows could could have been an option and you know we'll see right we'll see what happens we have huge needs in free agency and so monitoring what happens and who goes where is always going to be a a, a a big thing but with Especially Orlando Brown Jr., considering all the positions that we need to fill, I don't necessarily know if the Bears should go after him when it comes to that. But, but you know, we can see. Now, um, also, one of the players who got their money yesterday was Daniel Jones. Uh, he signed a, a contract for $160 million, not all guaranteed. But Jaquan Brisker, who I, I do think has potential to be a leader on the defensive side of the ball, you know, he... he, he he said it, he he called uh, he called him trash. Let's be clear. He called Daniel Jones trash, right? And in 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 his tweet, he said this exactly. MVP, LOL. Other bro got paid today and is trash, fam. That is hilarious. And listen, I love Jaquan Brisker speaking out. We know we love our players with personality in football, especially when it comes to being on a defender on the Chicago Bears. But it's wild that uh, <laughs> it's wild that uh. That uh, Jaquan Brisker came out and said that and, and made that tweet, considering he's a rookie coming in. But it is what it is. You want to see energy. You want to see focus. You want to see, um, you know, you just want to see personality out of your players. And Jaquan Brisker definitely has that. Now, before we go, we got one last less topic to talk about, and that's Ryan Post. He was interviewed by Peter King, and he had this to say: One team that's further back, further back than we than what I thought. But if I'm going to go to the next tier uh, on the draft board, you're going to have to make it up. With, wake up for that with more capital. Now, you guys know, Ryan Poles has been playing this whole trade conversation around the number one overall pick very well. He's been strategic in what he has said, what he hasn't said, and is definitely trying to up the value of that number one overall pick by using other teams that could be interested. And him saying on this show, national publication, saying that there are there is a, a potential trade partner that's further down in the draft. Could that be a ploy to get teams that are up in the draft to maybe add a little bit more on top of whatever they're offering? Now, you know, that that's just intelligent. That's what Ryan Pohl should do with the GM. He should be trying to get back as much as possible as he can for this number one overall pick. He's not going to have an opportunity like this, hopefully going forward. Hopefully the Bears do not have an opportunity. But what this does offer up, and I will say this, right, especially with the running back class of free agency, I will say if the Bears do that trade with the Colts that was rumored to trade with the Texans and get two first round picks in that trade uh, in this year's draft, there could be teams that are looking to also acquire maybe second round picks, whatever, um, for more future capital or maybe even a player in this draft because of the depth uh, at the running back position. 
Brian Poles is really set up, and we've been focused so much on the quarterback, at least me here on this show, but there are so many other positions and depth pieces that the that teams could be going after, um, especially when you see how free agency plays out, that the Bears could be getting an even bigger haul back. But I love how Ryan Poles is playing this. I love how Ryan Poles is just, he's maneuvering like a virtuoso. As we said in yesterday's episode, he is doing all those things and he's handling this, this part of the offseason correctly. He's just doing a, a great job at it. So we'll see how it turns out for the Chicago Bears and what that deal ends up meaning. Once that domino does fall, as far as the Chicago Bears trading that number one overall pick, it's going to set a frenzy upon the rest of the draft picks. You're going to see other teams trade down. You're going to see other moves made. And Ryan Post understands that the free agency and draft very much goes through Chicago this year. They control it. Ryan Post controls so much of what's happening in free agency this year. And I love to see him handling it in the way that he is. And so we'll see. Uh, you know, be prepared. We are, we are barely starting free agency. And we know that the Bears are going to be rumored. They're going to, their names are going to be in a lot of things. And we can get some things done and have a much drastically improved team heading into next offseason. Let me know what you guys think on all the topics down below. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can follow us at Shy Bear Central. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, chicagobearcentralgmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I love you guys, man. We're going to keep riding out this offseason. You guys can stay tuned in right here for all of the latest breaking news as the Bears start making signings, trades, whatever it is. If news drops, we drop. It's very simple around here. But like I like to end every episode on, bear down. Love you guys, man. Have good days, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.